Good morning, afternoon, evening, as I say, I know most of you are watching the replay downloads for the podcast absolutely exploded yesterday. So clearly Thursday is a day for replays. Okay, let me do my usual checks. Make sure that's working there, that's working there, and we shall dive into day four. Ladies, honestly, the engagement that is happening behind the scenes for this challenge, the DMs, the voice notes, the emails, it's incredible. I am so, so grateful to all of you who are joining in. Um, I mean, the podcast downloads are, are massive, so I know there's so many of you who are joining in and staying completely and totally silent. Please don't. Please utilize this time that we have together. So if you are on the podcast right now listening um, to this replay later, as well as my squeaky chair, I uh, apologize. I'm <laughs> um, to fix later. Um, come into the Facebook group, Mothers of Enterprise Society, and comment on these live streams. Be in for a chance to win the free scholarship for Dream Business School. And even if you're like, I don't even want Dream Business School, which I can't imagine anyone actually saying. Um, use me, like get my feedback on your post, get my feedback on your, your copy for the sales or your video or get some answers. Answers? There we go. Get some answers for your questions. There we go. Friday brains kicked in, um, which reminds me our last session together is on, I almost said Friday, my goodness, is on Monday. Today is Friday. And that is a Q&A. There is no notes for me. There is no teaching from my perspective. It is literally me turning up to answer your questions. So I will have a link near this video. I will have a link in the podcast show notes. If you're listening over there, I'll have links in the emails to a form that you can submit questions to. Um, so I have them. Of course, you're welcome to actually join me live and answer me whilst we're going for it. So just putting that out there. Utilize me, beautiful souls. I do not want this to be another thing you have tried and had all the good intentions about, but because you didn't show up, because you didn't commit, because you didn't do the work, you didn't get any results. So you just totally wasted your time. I don't want that. I want you to make more money. I want you to have more money. I want you to feel amazing about your business. I want you to feel successful. I want you to have the confidence and the clarity to know how to make money in your business. So please utilize this time together. Okay. We will jump in. I do feel like I've got hay fever, like wanting to explode from my face. So if I'm touching my face and making horrible sounds, I apologize. It's gross, um, but I'm still breastfeeding. So I can't take any antihistamine. So I'm oh, sucking it up, literally. Um, okay, so day four is, are you leaving money on the table? So I love visibility. I love attracting fresh eyes. I love attracting more people into your work, into your world. Um, we did a sales strategy and in, in the last session. So you guys know, I love that, but something I see so often in business owners is you kind of get this, I want to call it almost shiny object syndrome, but I'm not sure that kind of does it justice. It's almost as if you assume that you don't already have what you need in your business. And what I mean by that is you assume that the people currently in your business are just not going to work for you. That You have to go and get more people. You have to go and add in other strategies and um, Facebook ads and you have to be on Pinterest and you have to be doing more, adding more in, in order to make more money to be more successful in your business. Now, there's a time and place for that. Of course it is. I always talk about kind of the, the layer strategy when it comes to uh strategy implementation 
it's like get everything working really well in your business then you layer in strategies but we don't do is like take one strategy away and then automatically replace it with a new one over and over and over again because that way you just end up spinning your wheels being super tired super busy burned out and probably not getting anywhere because you're not actually giving a strategy long enough to do its thing anyway another point of this conversation the point of this conversation is are you leaving money on the table so what if i said that you could potentially hit your income goal this year entirely with your existing audience and your existing network. Now, I know so many of you love the allure of that boost button or that promote button on Instagram um, or the next thing to 10x your Instagram. I mean, we get DMs about those dudes all the time. Like, I can give you 10,000 new followers by the end of the month or whatever BS is that. Um, or the next strategy which promises to get us seen. Like, I know throwing shade as the kids would say um but like Jenna Kutcher who I love and respect I think she's amazing but she in her marketing she really positions Pinterest like it's like a saving amazing miracle making like you will just get thousands of hits and traffic every single month if you use Pinterest and it's just not true I mean yeah it is true when you get a strategist in who understands Pinterest and you've got the investment who that can pay for that strategist and make all the 20 pins a day or whatever is required and the graphics and the keywords and all the things it's not that simple of like you start a Pinterest account and you drop a few pins and you get traffic like it's just not that simple so beware of marketing tactics, making things look like it's the saving grace, making things look like this is going to solve all your problems. This is going to be that elusive silver bullet. And that yet again, you are missing something and you need this. It's called marketing. It's called effective marketing. It's called icky marketing as well. I don't like it. But effectively, marketing is, is positioning something that somebody needs or wants to solve a problem. I just believe in doing it with integrity and honor and honesty and for the right way for the right people like I always say to people when I come into my world if I get on a call with you and you want to work with me and I genuinely don't believe I can help you or I can't help you as much as I know another coach could because their expertise is more relevant to what you are doing I will send you that way yeah that'll cost me 10k not cost me 10k or obviously never had the 10k but like I'm essentially pull, pushing away 10,000 pounds assuming someone's going into a one-on-one coaching program. Um, but I would much rather go to sleep at night knowing I'm doing a good thing in the world, knowing that women are wa walking away, if ever, from working with me, going like, that was the best investment I ever made, rather than, mm, that was all right. Which is what you do when you just take anyone into your world. So anyway, I digress. Stick to the notes, woman. Stick to the notes, woman. What if back to the notes, you could hit your income goal this year entirely from your existing audience and network. So in this final big teaching lesson of the challenge, I am going to see, I'm going to help you see rather, um, that there are so many ways to think outside of the norm when it comes to making money from utilizing your network to creating exclusive offers for existing and past clients and customers to selling in places no one talks about. We are going to cover it all so that I can ensure as much as I can from the power I have from this beautiful pink chair in my beautiful office that you walk away from this challenge filled to the brim 
with money making ideas and in fact hopefully like I keep saying actually making more money before the end of this challenge because that is the power of taking the stuff on actually implementing it and putting into action in your business you could be making more money right now in your business so We've now, together over the last few days, Monday, we covered the mindset around making more money. We have, in day two, ensured that your offers are on point and aligned with your business mission and is actually what George genuinely wants. Um, we've done the deep dive in day three, so yesterday, into your messaging. Yesterday? No, that was Tuesday, <laughs> deep dive into messaging, um, so that you are selling your amazing offers and products in a way that deeply connects and deeply resonates with your audience. Um, and hopefully yesterday, we totally reframed how you think about selling and hopefully if you did the work, created a feel good sales strategy. So now it's time to add an extra little layer of kind of fun play and creativity. The thing I love about business is a lot of things love about business. Obviously I've been doing it for 16 plus years, but I love the fact that there's always potential. There is always opportunity when you are in a job, like sure, there's opportunity, but like eventually, like my husband's a senior officer in the Royal Air Force. It's a great job. It's a great role. So respective rank, um, respective rank, respectable rank. There we go. My goodness, Friday brain. And like Gabriella woke up at quarter past five this morning. Just do add to the Friday brain fun. Um, but like, he's not going to promote for like another five years. I'm like, dude. I mean, like cool and stuff, but like how stifling does that feel? I said, no, it's fine. I'm like, well, clearly we are engineered and designed differently because that would make me feel like I'm suffocating. That's why I love business. Every day there is an opportunity to grow, to expand, to climb higher, to climb the ranks, so to speak, if you want to go on military in your business. And so I truly believe there is always, always a clever little idea waiting to be discovered in your business that will make you more money. Now, not all these things are going to become regular, solid pieces of your strategy. Some might just be a little fun experiment. Others might be used as a one-off to kind of create a bit of a cash injection. Others might become cornerstone offers. Who knows? The point here is to get creative. Test, try, play, discover. Business, ladies, is about playing. It's about having fun somewhere, somehow. I don't know how or when, but it became all about structure and rules. And just not feeling really good about it. And whilst I love, I love rules, I love systems, I love processes, I love tactics, I like, I like the structure and the organization it brings and the ease and the streamlining and the efficiency that brings. Because it makes life easier, obviously, and make life less, life less overwhelming. It's just not the whole picture of business. And when you get so stuck into like, it has to look like this and I have to perform this way and I have to sell in this way. Uh, my technical term for it's just not fun anymore. And if you are a bit more wired like me, you kind of like the creativity, you like taking risks, you like the like, what does this button do type thinking? What happens when I touch this thing? Like that's me entirely since a toddlerhood like I'm constantly wanting to work out like what will happen if I go and do that and that's the creativity and the curiosity we need to bring into our business because it makes it a lot more fun in my opinion um but also it means that you're not just following what everybody else is doing it means you're actually allowing yourself the space and the time and the freedom to be the visionary to be the CEO to be the thought leader to get creative and 
possibly even invent an entire new model or entire new strategy, entire new way of doing things that your industry has never seen. So this is kind of like linking into a book that I absolutely love. I encourage my mastermind ladies, my clients to read it. That's called Blue Ocean Strategy. Some of you might have read it already. But like the one minute summarized version is business for the most part is a red ocean, as in like full of blood because everyone's fighting it out and the competition is fierce. It is your job to see if you can create a blue ocean where it's just you. There is no competition because you've taken the industry norms, you've turned them on the head and you are doing something completely unique, something completely revolutionary. And it doesn't even have to be big and fancy. It can be really, really simple. In the book that you Cirque du Soleil as the, as the example of this, they took the circus of the, the circus of the model, the model of the circus, heaven above, the model of the circus, there was a tried and tested very successful model, but very saturated model. And they turned it on its head, made it elite, made it expensive. And they did really well. I mean, they almost crashed during COVID, but <laughs> a lot of people nearly crashed during COVID. Um, so yeah, just an example there to kind of think, give yourself permission to think out of the box. So in this last session together, like teaching session, I want to help you get creative. I want to help you think of ways and places to sell that maybe you've not considered or tried before. And the best way to do that is me together with you setting a little challenge. So this challenge doesn't have to be like real as in like you go, you need to have you need to have to go and do this. Oh my goodness. I so apologize to everyone listening, watching the replays, especially on the podcast. Clearly, this is why I don't work Fridays. Um, the challenge does not have to be real. It can absolutely be imaginary, but I challenge you to make it real because I believe if you do that, you could be really pleasantly surprised. So the challenge I want to set for you is an income increase within a certain amount of days. So an example I kind of want to throw out is maybe increase your income by at least 30% over the next three weeks. So whatever you earn for the last three weeks, add it up, add 30%, and that's your income target for the next three weeks. I mean, tweak this as much as you want. You could do 5K in five days. You could do a 50% increase in the next month. You get the idea. What we want is a income goal and a time span but it has to feel stretchy and a little bit like, I don't think this is possible because that's when you know you're going to push yourself. If you want to say, I'm going to increase 10% over the next month. Well, like that's pretty normal. You should be increasing your revenue 10% most months with a good solid sales strategy and processes and tactics and all the things to go along with it. Um, so if it's doable, if you can possibly see how you could do it, like just right off the cuff, it's not the right challenge. I want you to feel slightly like, oh, technical term again there for like, oh my goodness, can I do this? Okay. What I want, oh, also the purpose of that is I need to get you thinking in ways you haven't thought before. And if you feel like you can do it, then you're not going to be stretching your brain and your creativity to go there. Okay. So you've got your income goal, hopefully. You've got your time span, hopefully. From your perspective now, I want you to write down every possible way that you could achieve that income goal in the time span you've given it. Write down every possible way that you could achieve that. If you absolutely had to achieve that goal, like it was something terrible. I don't want to say what, but like, I don't know. 
you would have to pay 10,000 pounds um, as forfeit money if you don't achieve that goal. I don't know. You would have to put your favorite shoes in the bin. I don't know. That's a rubbish example. <laughs> you get the idea. Whatever would put a bit of pressure on you um, to realize you need to achieve that goal. If you absolutely had to achieve that goal, what would you do to achieve it? Okay. Now, if you're thinking, I have absolutely no clue, you crazy Susie chick on this podcast or this video that you are watching, um, I am going to give you some ideas. So chill out. All I ask is that you have an open mind and that you consider all the options because you never know which one is going to be a potential treasure trove for you. So before I get back to where my notes are actually meant to be and I stop digressing and going off on tangents. Um, before I share all the tactics and ideas with you, there is one major step in this challenge, within the challenge, um, that I have to take you to or through first. And hopefully if you know me by now um, and you've been in my world for longer than two minutes, you will know I won't start anything without focusing on the mindset first, which is why day one was all about mindset. First off, I need you to believe that this is actually possible. Chances are your mindset gremlins right now are going like, oh my goodness, I can't believe we even like thinking this is going to happen. This is just not going to happen. It's a stupid, this is pointless. Why are you even trying? If you are not willing to get over those gremlins, like this is not going to work for you. So play here, play with your imagination. Okay, I'm not asking you to sign a contract that you will definitely do it. I'm asking you to just do some suspended disbelief and imagine that it's totally possible. Choose to believe that it's totally possible. In fact, I want you to take it one step further and I want you to imagine it's already happened. Imagine it has already happened. You've already achieved the goal. It's a done deal. It's yours. You've achieved it. Before we jump ahead, just, just stay here for a second. If you need to close your eyes, take some deep breaths, go for it. But just imagine that, let's say it's 5K in two weeks. I mean, you could go 5K in five days and be like all the other cool kids out there with their Facebook ads. 100K in 100 days and 10K a month and all the things that they say they can do in challenges these days. And it's done. Like genuinely imagine that you've achieved it it's done i need you to hold on to that belief as we go forth go forth um and start planning out the tactics and the possible ideas that you can make this happen for yourself so it's also time just to go back to my notes and actually make sure i'm rooting everything correctly is believing that you actually have the ability to think creatively creatively create creatively creatively there we go holy moly Hmm. No to self. Fridays is the day we take off and there's good reason for it. Um, and to think like a leading CEO, to think like a visionary, you have to choose to believe in yourself and realize the immense value you offer. Once you have those feelings, then we can go forth and go conquering ahead into this challenge. So beautiful soul, please realize that your gifts, your expertise, your experience, your qualifications, your wisdom, your ingenuity are so deeply valuable and so deeply wanted and needed. There are people out there who are 
desperate for what you bring to the table. And the more you just immerse yourself in that, and you just choose to believe that and, and, and put it on like a cape every day, even though you're thinking like, oh, but I'm a bit shit. We all, we all go through those moments. It's absolutely normal. But for this challenge to be a possibility, I need you just to go in with like, yes, I'm amazing at what I do. I'm skilled. People need what I offer. People out there need me to show up for them. How can I reach them? Okay, so now hopefully I've got you feeling pretty good about yourself and what you have to offer. So let's dive into some ideas. Now, honestly, one of the biggest untapped things, areas I see in people's businesses is they are not reselling to existing clients and customers. Now, it might sound obvious. You might go like, oh, but I send an email newsletter and I do follow-ups every now and then. Like, yeah, that's cool. But are you actually asking for the sale? Are you actually consciously and explicitly selling to them again? Or are you just like, hey, let's keep in touch. How's it going? The majority of email newsletters are that. Here's some things. Bye. Are you actually asking for the sale? So I had a client do this exercise for me um, not too long ago. And she reached out, she was a coach as well. And she reached out to all parts clients, not that many, I think maybe like 12 it was 12. Um, and she went to them with a new offer. She's like, I've got this new six month program. It's 5k. I think it's amazing. I think you would love it. Here's why I think you would love it. And five clients bought from one email, 25k day. I mean, obviously that's the last of the next six months. Bang. That's the only thing she's got going on in the business, but like, how easy was that? No big launch, no big sales page, no expensive Facebook ad, no having to be icky and in the DMs and like annoy people with cold DMs, no painful reach out on LinkedIn, just reaching out to people who already knew and loved her and worked with her and experienced her. And she's like, hey, I've got this new thing. I think you will love it. I think it will really benefit you. And here's why. And the people were like, actually, yeah. Two said, I've been thinking about you and meaning to reach out. And how many potential of your clients and your customers are walking around today going like, oh, I really need to get in touch with her. I really need to go back and buy one of those things again. I really need to order some more of that. I really need to book a call with her. I just on call with a client the other day. I needed to book a call with her deep consultant to get her kids sleeping. And I was like, I literally put on her to-do list. But in that deep consultant's case, this beautiful woman has been walking around for probably months going like, I need to contact the sleep consultant who she really worked with before. And if that sleep consultant had a really cool follow-up and got in touch with regular, got in touch with past clients on a regular basis, there we go. Um, this, my client would be sleeping. <laughs> my kids would be sleeping. So I challenge you to reach out to your past people. So asking them or inviting them back into a, a program with you, a course with you, a, a, to sell a product to them, if you're my product-based ladies, um, with a discount or whatever, like that's one way to do it. The other way is asking for a referral or asking if they know anyone who needs what you do or might be interested in what you offer. This is such a simple one. I get it. So many people feel really icky about it. But honestly, if my cleaning lady emailed me, Susie, I need to sign some, sign some more clients. I need to get some more work. I've got some more days to fill. Do you know anyone looking for a cleaner right now? I would be on my local Facebook page and my like my streets Facebook page in a second and helping her out. Same thing for anyone. 
like literally if my podcast manager got in touch going, Susie, I would love to sign three more clients. Do you know anyone who might be interested? Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I actually instantly do. Let me go find it. She did that recently. And I sent a client her way and that client's with her and has a beautiful podcast and everyone's happy. So don't feel the ick around it. Most of the time, if people have really enjoyed working with you, buying from you, had a positive experience with you, they're going to be all too happy to recommend you. And it might be like a direct personal referral, like, yes, I think this person is great. Or they might go into their networks and shout about you and expose you to potentially hundreds or thousands of new people. So challenge yourself there. Reach out to past clients and customers. This is why having an email list is so freaking important. My product-based ladies, you have to have an email list with past clients and you need to communicate to them effectively. In all my product-based businesses, the thing that generated the most money in my business was my email marketing to past customers. It wasn't the new stuff. Just putting it out there. Maybe we should do a challenge just on email marketing. Okay. This one might seem a little bit eye-rolling, a little bit obvious, but stick with me. Go out into the world and actually ask for the sale, as in actually explicitly sell something and ask people to buy it. I know it sounds obvious. And then some of you might be going like, that just sounds really icky and I don't want to do that. In which case, go back and watch day three and then come back and watch this one. Um, and do this in creative places, like places you don't usually show up for yourself. So I'm just going to list a whole bunch. Obviously, choose the ones that you don't show up on or you don't often sell on. And who knows? You might be pleasantly surprised. So we've got ID stories. We've got a good old fashioned social media post. We've got a LinkedIn, your email list. Send the DMs to new followers or to people who engage with you regularly. Something I get a lot of my clients to do when they're kind of just starting up and gain the traction going with their audience and kind of building those connections up is send a little voice note to people who like their posts. And it's not to sell, it's literally to say, hey, you like my recent post. I really appreciate that. I am brand new. I'm a really small business. And honestly, every single heart on the post or comment means the world to me. Thank you. And it does wonders. It opens up a dialogue. I'm not talking about this icky DMs that we get when we're like, hey, do you do group coaching? And are you maxed out with your one-on-ones? And or like, what's the other one I got recently? I can 10x your podcast downloads um, for only $4 a week or something. I'm like, God, go away. <laughs> I mean, $4 a week, we can talk about it. Um, but like, I'm not talking about those DMs. I'm talking about like, hey, you've seen me. I've seen you and I appreciate you. Thank you. And that's it it opens up a potential dialogue there. So try it. You never freaking know, especially if you just don't feel like you've got that audience traction. You just don't feel like you are getting the DMs. You're not having the conversations. You're not getting people onto calls with you. You're not talking about your offers. Go out there and approach them in a really beautiful, ethical way because they've come into your world first. We're not cold DMing. Cold DMing. Coaches who teach it. You do you boo, but not my thing. And then again, like I said earlier, we're not necessarily talking here like your cornerstone strategy. And this obviously isn't one about to share, isn't going to be one of those things. This is something you do for a cash injection. And that is obviously a promotion of some kind, whether that's a discount, whether that's a bundle. So like taking your best sellers or 
if you've got like a few courses, a few digital products, kind of bundling them together and kind of like repositioning them or relaunching them in a new way to get some excitement around it and like slashing the price. So it's really attractive. Um, adding in extra bonuses. So I did this recently for the Blissful Business Mastermind. I opened up in oh, enrollment's always open, um, but I wanted to get some more people in for May. And so they get two free coaching sessions. They get free access to Dream Business School. And they've got a free extra month of support um, and a small 16% discount on the monthly fees. Um, and that creates some buzz because I've got a pro, all my programs are always open for enrollment, except for my one on one. Obviously, that kind of opens and closes depending on what my availability is. Um, but like Dream Business School and the Blissful Business Mastermind are always open, always taking in new beautiful souls. And so if I need to create some buzz and I need to kind of fulfill goals and targets and things like that, I will create some extra little limited time bonuses to incentivize people to join me in a specific time. So can you do that in your business right now? Can you add in a few extra kind of value adds into your offer to incentivize the sale? Like I know that there are people sitting in your audience right now who are on the fence about working with you, who are on the fence about buying with you. And they just need another little layer of incentivization, another little cool fun exciting attractive persuasive thing added into the mix and you've got them off the fence so again think creatively there so to kind of go over the creative promotion section we've got discount good old classic i'm not saying discount all the time i know some coaches go like you should never discount i think it's bs i think discount when it feels good to you you don't want to be in that that cycle of constantly having to discount in order to make the sale or in order to kind of get sales coming in rather but absolutely every now and then strategically using them. And they don't even have to be public. You could be reaching out to past clients and customers, combining some of the tactics here. I mean, like, hey, I'm opening up three spots um, in my group program, my mastermind, my membership, whatever the thing is that you're selling. Um, and I'm offering 20% off. You aren't doing it publicly. The world's not seeing you discount your offer on your grid or anything like that is happening completely behind the scenes. Again, just to incentivize people to come in to get that money flowing in your beautiful business. So that is one discount bundle things or create little bonuses. And my all time favorite is what I'm doing right here. And that is running a free event. I spoke about this yesterday, didn't I? Or Tuesday. It's all blurring into one beautiful experience for me. Um, I love these. I really, really do. And I think I mentioned this when I was last saying how much I love these. I've never had a challenge convert to under 20K for me because I've kind of found my sweet spot of how I like to show up and how I like to teach and how I like to add value and how I like to build connection. So ask yourself, how could that be relevant and what could that look like in your business? And it doesn't have to be complicated. A simple opt-in page. In fact, I mean, you probably don't even need an opt-in page. You could just say like, come over to my Facebook group or meet me on Instagram, but you want to get some, some say vibe, that's not the word I want. Um, you want to get some excitement built up around it. You want to use it as a lead gen event. So ideally you've got an opt-in page. You are getting leads coming in. You're growing your email list. You're growing your Facebook group. So it ticks two boxes for me. And then obviously it ticks a very big third box because these events always make clients for me every single time without fail. It's already happening in the challenge. So. Ask yourself, what might this look like running a challenge, running a workshop, a mini series, a masterclass, a mini course, 
um, a podcast, uh, kind of a private feed podcast. What could that look like in your business? But the big thing that I see so many business owners doing, I'm not using the word wrong, but doing not so effectively when they run these challenges is never actually ask for the sale. They never actually explicitly sell on them. Now, I will do that to you in a loving, beautiful, <laughs> enjoyable way for both of us um, on day five together. And all I'm really saying is that I've got one private client space left for the year there and I have Dream Business School and I have Blissful Business Mastermind. And I would love to have a conversation with you if you would like to know which one of those containers is going to best serve you. So book a call with me. That's pretty much how it's going to go, just to pre-warn you. Um, but yet they don't. They run these amazing events. I was just in a summit about two weeks ago and it was so good. This woman generated so many amazing leads and then the summit just ended. And I was like, what was that for? And then like two weeks later, she's now launched a membership. But I'm like, did you not want to connect the two and be like, if you've loved this, all this value is going to be in the membership. So please actually utilize this to build the connection between not only you and your people, but your people and your office. Like how many times have you heard me talk about Dream Business School? My one-on-one -on -one coaching, the Blissful Business Mastermind. It's strategic. I say the things throughout because I want you to know about my offers because that is how I help people. That is how, how, that is how I transform their businesses. That's how I help transform their lives because they finally earn the money that they want to earn. And they have the businesses that they love, which caters for the life they want to live. So it's strategic in how I position my offers, position myself in the challenges. So I urge you, if you're going to go down the running a free event, please, please, please make sure that you are being really conscious and really um, intentional, that's the word, intentional about how you are positioning your offers and yourself throughout providing all that beautiful free value. So beautiful souls, I hope that has got you thinking a little bit. Something I like to do with almost all my clients, especially my Blissful Business Mastermind, they think that they did this challenge a couple of months ago. But like, how can you sell without it involving social media? I love social media, but it's a dwindling tool. I really believe that. I think it's getting harder and I don't think, I know it's getting harder and harder to get seen. And I know so many of you feel like you have to be this performing monkey. Like you have to do voiceovers, you have to dance, you have to point to the screen and you have to like be a video editor and make yourself disappear and change clothes in an instant and wherever else to do these crazy reels. And it's exhausting because you never came into business to be a content creator. So I love social media and I believe we should be utilizing social media in the capacity that fits into our lives, fits into our business and makes sense for our business. But when we rely on social media to sell, we back ourselves into a corner and that corner is going to get tighter and tighter and tighter as organic reach drops more and more and more. So I challenge my clients regularly. How can you sell off social media? I mean, use it as a vehicle, as a tool to get to people, but don't rely on your posts to sell. Don't rely on your stories to sell or your reels to sell. I don't care how good they are. Hopefully they do work for you. Hopefully you do get sales from them. Of course, like I want you to make money for social media, but in reality, that is not going to be sustainable long-term. How can you reach out to people? How can you build connections? How can you actually have relationships with people? Because that is what business is all about. I don't care what business you're in, what niche, what model. It is about relationships. And your challenge every day in business is how can I build more relationships? How can I build more meaningful 
relationships. And when you ask yourself that question, you immediately are doing the most important thing in business. It's actually going to allow for you to have a successful, scalable, sustainable business. Okay, beautiful, beautiful souls. I hope you have found value in that. Day five is the Q&A. Like I said in the beginning, I am not coming to the table with any notes. I'm going to be note-free. I'm literally going to be here answering your questions. So make sure you click that link. It's going to be in the comments or the show notes or somewhere, wherever you are listening or watching this, to submit your question if you can't join me live. In fact, even if you can join me live, I would urge you to submit your questions anyway, just so I can make sure that I've got them in um, and I can kind of just arrange the timing around everything. Otherwise, I am going to go and have a coffee and go play with Gabriella because clearly working isn't my thing on a Friday. Ladies, thank you all so much for the DMs and the emails. Please keep them coming. Please make sure that you are commenting on the actual videos, though, if you want to be in for a chance to win a completely paid for scholarship for Dream Business School. That is the only way you can be entered to win, not just listening to my podcast. Ladies, get over into the Facebook group and get commenting. Otherwise, I wish you a beautiful, wonderful weekend ahead. I hope you have beautiful Father's Day for those of you celebrating and sending love for those of you who find this day really, really hard for whatever reasons. Ladies, love you all. Thank you all. I'll see you Monday. Bye.